Hi, I'm Kyle McNaught, and you're listening to the Create Smarter Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking with Brooklyn and David, two of our stellar camera operators, producers, uh, overall kind of every person uh, here at Five Tool Productions. So, Brooklyn, David, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and kind of talk a little bit about what you're doing here at uh, Five Tool? Uh, well, hey everyone, my name is David. I'm a video content producer here at Five Tool Productions. Like Kyle said, I've worked on camera op, getting more equipped to work the vMix machine, and yeah, just trying to uh, you know learn, learn, and uh, move along in this process. I am Brooklyn. I am also a video content producer. Um, soon, I'll be learning about the vMix machine, hopefully, <laughs> um, but also a camera op, and you know, just doing a lot of work with that different shoots right now. Yeah, absolutely. And both of you are kind of newer to the five tool, but we recently we got to have a really interesting experience. Uh, the three of us, along with two of our other colleagues, Tyler Piper and one of the usual Create Smarter kind of uh, participants, uh, and Michelle, uh, I forget how to say Michelle's last name, but the five of us traveled down to New York City for a conference, the ONUG, or Open Network User Group Conference. Back in May, a couple of us also went down to New Jersey and were a part of this, but this one was a little more unique. Uh, Talk to me a little bit about kind of what your roles were and what you what we were doing at Onug Brooklyn. If you want to start, yeah. So I was a camera up at um, Onug, and we kind of did a lot of different types of things. Like we would go from being on the stage for panels, and then we would have to kind of break down cameras at times, kind of quickly, and have to go into these breakout rooms. Um, where we would be checking the live streaming of it, basically. Um, yeah, the schedule, as you said, was pretty interesting. We kind of were all over the place for the two days and going back and forth from the breakout rooms to the main stage. And Brooklyn and I were um, two camera ops on the main stage. So what we were doing was one of us at all times was on the wide shot covering the main stage and all the speakers. And the other one was covering a tight shot. So getting the speaker view and kind of following them around as they like to walk along the stage. Yeah, we had some runners. We did have some runners. We did. Uh, And one of the other things that we had to keep track of too was the side stage. So there was actually two stages um, in this main room. And sometimes we had to transition and kind of adjust the cameras to get that view of the second stage, which was interesting. And sometimes we had to, you know, kind of do it on the fly you know we weren't always prepared you know kind of ran off script a little bit but it was it was good and it was good to work on our feet like that yeah absolutely and i i mean the the onug uses the regular stage they do a really interesting with their sidebar stage but something that i found very fascinating a really good example of how they use their space was what they were doing with the breakout sessions where we were wasn't a big space i mean traditional i think there was over I want to say it was between 250 and 500 people that were attending this conference. And typically you would have kind of little air walls come up, a very small kind of classroom style set. But they didn't have that because we were straight up in a, what was it, an old gap? It was an old H&M. It was an old H&M and it's New York. So you already kind of have these weird structures and weird buildings and it was all open concept. Talk about what uh, you guys were doing with the breakout sessions because that was something I really didn't get to see. So what were you guys doing? Because there wasn't air walls. There was something a little more unique. Yeah, so one of the cooler things about this event and the technology used was the headsets that were being used during all of these breakout rooms. So they would be speakers where we had AV teams that were setting up mics for these speakers to hold and handheld mics so they could speak to the audience and people would come to these breakout rooms, sign in, put the headphones on, get the 
station or I forget how they were connected. They would like match up to a station because it, exactly. it's the same headphones that you would essentially use for a silent disco, mm. basically. So that that's literally what they were. So you just have to tune into like the same, I'm pretty sure it was the same channel that the speaker was on so they could hear you know, what was going on. And it was different for every single breakout room for what channel they were on, which was actually pretty cool. Exactly. Very unique concept, but it was interesting to watch. Really, you couldn't hear if you didn't have the headphones on what was being said because it was so loud and people were still walking around. There was still stations and different kinds of sets of people around the the room. So if you didn't have a headphone on, you couldn't hear what your speaker was saying. So, But it made it easier with those headphones because if they didn't have them, basically what was dividing each breakout room was just, you know, it was just like a thin, like... It was... Pull, it was signs. It was, it was signage that was blocking yeah. it. There wasn't any walls. It wasn't walls like a or wall, anything. really. Yeah, and they were like all pretty open. They were super thin, so like you could kind of hear what was going on if you weren't wearing um, these headphones. But that was like a key part of it, I think, because otherwise it'd kind of be a mess. Like you'd hear everybody just kind of talking over each other and whatnot. So speakers would have kept talking louder and everything. But the other part that was interesting in Brooklyn, maybe you go into this a little bit, was you guys were also live streaming this. I mean, the big thing that we talk about, especially here at Five Tool, is the hybrid approach and why it's so vital to talk to not just your audience that's in the room, but go to your digital audience. So explain that a little bit more for the audience. What were you doing with kind of the cameras? How were you live streaming seemingly just an open conversation that was happening or an open talk that was happening in the middle of an old Macy's. Yeah, we would, so we had our cameras um, set up, like with our computers, we'd be able to see like the live stream going on um, and it was hooked up to the Blackmagic. So essentially what we were doing was taking an SDI out of our cameras, right? We use, I mean, for the nerds who care, it's Z150s or the kind of cameras we brought, really good lens, kind of good focus, a really good kind of just good conference camera uh, and what you guys were doing was going straight from that so you set up your thing including kind of having the stage presentation in there uh, but not just having it where a slide shows up and so you hear a voice you were showing the people in the room you were showing the actual presenter speaking and then you're going directly into this cool box of black magic web presenter which would then act as the camera so it wasn't a webcam that was just sitting on top of a desk as someone talks to another breakout session you actually had a professional camera that was filming everything i mean what was the audience reaction how was um, what were you seeing online i mean i'm not even sure how much engagement you had online i is i'm not trying to speak for you but i don't think we could see anybody is reactions to things i had no. one there was um i'm unsure i forget her name but she would come there was a one point there was a problem with the audio um and it was like super super quiet so she came over because she was kind of looking at all the comments but we weren't necessarily or at least i wasn't um just through the video and stuff and she would just kind of relay that information to us um but overall it was cool to be able to kind of just see how it would look online and stuff and um you know, people asked that if we could put up the slides that were, you know, being shown like in person and stuff. But luckily, like with the cameras and how good of quality they were, you could just see exactly what was on the screen that people were referring to and so on. Um, yeah, I thought it was it worked really well with the whole live streaming. And then, you know, when it would end, we would just kind of pause the live stream for a hot second. And say we'll be right back. And then, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a cool concept for sure. And I think it was interesting how the microphones that the speakers were holding were being fed to the headphones that the audience had on, but also through the Blackmagic web presenters and, and getting sent to our audience on the live stream. So that was kind of cool. And to your point with the hybrid aspect, 
it was you know interesting and, and definitely uh, it definitely worked for Onug I think to be able to have that hybrid aspect and have the audience in person that was able to make it but then if you weren't you were able to come on the live stream and still be engaged with the presentations. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, just as you're saying, it's it's awesome to engage with your audience anywhere you can. Not everyone can make it to New York City. I mean, it's a hard, it's not easy, it's easy to get to, but even being there is expensive. So a lot of times you, you got deadlines, you got stuff, but there's plenty of interesting sessions that I'm sure the two of you guys soaked in, um, knowing that it's not something uh, that you're aware of. But that's a little interesting to me too. What did you two think about kind of being at a conference like that, for the most part, this is one of your first gigs, to so to say, that isn't in something that you kind of understood as much. What was it like kind of creating content for something or kind of being able to capture something and kind of make more or less focusing on the quality instead of really knowing what was being talked about? Well, I mean, learned a lot about cloud conferencing, that's for sure. But um, no, I think it was really cool to just uh, be there and kind of watch everybody interact about something that... You know, I don't specifically know it's not my field, but for those people and those employees at that company, it is their field. And that's all they know. It's most of what they know. And it was very interesting to kind of see that dynamic. But I think it kind of allows you to focus more on your job and your role in covering the con the conference, you know, and, and just making sure that shots look good, audio sounds good, working with the AV team that was there to make sure everything's going you know, right. And I think that was more of the focus at that point rather than kind of, you know, trying to learn about the cloud conferencing and all that stuff that was being taught at the conference. Yeah, I think it was actually like, because it was my first, you know, conference or anything along those lines. So like, I definitely learned a lot in terms of how it worked, like technically, but also it was just, it was, I did learn a few things, actually, especially on the main stage, and it wasn't even matters of cloud, you know, stuff like that, because, like, you know, it's hard, it's hard to follow, but there was just stories that a lot of people kind of shared on the main stage that were pretty interesting, to say the least. I'm trying to think of who it was, but then we would go to the side stage and stuff, I think it was just, it was cool being able to see, like, how three different, almost, like, settings kind of, like, came together, but, like, technically speaking, like, easy to like learn a lot in terms of that as well but I don't know I guess when I was just focused on like audio at a certain point like in the breakout rooms it I had no choice but to kind of actually listen to what they were saying mm -hmm. so with that being said like it I learned a lot in terms of like how it actually worked but also what was being talked about and you know it's not necessarily like something of like I'm not interested in what they're interested in but I kind of became a little bit just based off of having to hear what they had to say. And kind of to wrap up, this was both the years more or less like first ever conference in the business sense, right? The first business world. What'd you think? I know it's something that, I mean, being one of the more elderly uh, colleagues of everyone here, uh, <clears throat> I've been around a fair share of them and stuff. I thought it was kind of cool with the space, the way they use some stuff, especially when we first walked in. I mean, the fact that you were like, oh, this is just a silent disco. I'm like, what the hell is a silent disco? But what did you guys think overall? Just kind of experiencing your first conference, being in New York. Uh, what, was it fun? What? Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I think, you know, obviously for it being our first like real business conference, like I think the space was definitely interesting and we don't really have anything to compare it to like you do, but we at least can appreciate that they were able to use this advanced, you know, form of technology with the headphones and just setting up the space in general and the stage design. I think it was definitely, uh, 
you know, a good look. And I, I liked the way it looked and I liked the colors and everything. I think the dynamic of going to New York was very cool. I love to travel there. And um, I even wrote in my blog, like some of the things that, uh, you know, are interesting about traveling for a work trip rather than a trip for just casual fun on a vacation. And I think it's interesting to kind of have that dynamic with the work team and five tools. So for me, it was an all around great experience. And I, you know, love driving up to New York and, you know, kind of having that experience and, you know, experiencing my first conference. Mm, I would agree with that. I would say like going to New York in general was like a good time, but like just, there was a lot to like learn overall at the conference and stuff. And it was something new for me. Cause like, again, my first time traveling for work, mm-hmm. um, especially at a business conference. So it was, it was pretty cool. And, um, I don't know, like it wasn't something like it was definitely some long days, but they were kind of worth it to just kind of see the outcome and stuff like that. But there was a lot of times where, you know, at the conference, like they made it fun, especially mm-hmm. with that side panel. It was just interesting to see how it all kind of like came together and, you know, just the whole process, especially with such a large, considerably large space. Like, I don't know, it was, it was a good time. But again, like David said, I don't have as much to compare it to as you do, but for next time. There you go. That's how it is, man. That's all experience, always learning from it. I mean, who would have thought you were going to experience a silent disco at a open network user group conference? Okay. <laughs> for David, for Brooklyn, I'm Kyle. Thanks for listening to the Create Smart Podcast. <laughs>